Welcome back to another episode of Navigating Postpartum with me, Jere Williams. I'm so glad to have you here. And I want to let you guys know that I'm kind of doing a shift on how I want to do Navigating Postpartum because I wanted to start this platform not only to empower moms who are going through postpartum, but also because I want you to know that once you have kids, you will not be the same woman as before. But you can rediscover who you are by tuning into who God is calling you to be. So that doesn't necessarily just mean that once you become a mom, that's the only thing you want to be. Unless that's what you desire to be, right? But I want you to know that it's going to be a shift. So I want to talk more about, we're going to get more in detail about motherhood and marriage, ministry, and just more about how to become the best woman that you want to be and thrive, okay? We're... Postpartum is not just a small little season, but postpartum is when you're forever changed from having children and how you navigate it, not just those six weeks, okay? So that's what a little change and pivot, and I really want to empower women. If you're not feeling this new change, I understand. Subscribe, but I thank you for the support that you are doing, and if you are, thank you for staying, but I just want to be able to just be a light in a vessel to moms who are struggling through the postpartum and knowing that they can overcome this and become better. And with that said, it's going to be a shift and I'm excited about it. Um, I've been taking a break, just trying to rebrand and figure out what's next for me, allowing God to use me and not trying to do it on my own strength. And this is where he's leading me. And this is going to help us go into what our episode is about today. So let's go. So the title of this episode is called Being Being Obedient Changes Your Life. Okay? So I want to tell you what does it mean to be obedient? The definition says complying or willing to comply with orders or requests, being submissive to another's will. And you may be like, okay, so why is this important? I'm obedient. But it's more so... I know oftentimes we tend to try and operate on our own strength and we want to do what we want. But God has been convicting me and showing me how doing things on my own leads to more issues. Now, I don't know if that ever happened to you where you try to do something on your own and it's it's hard. Like it's a struggle and you're frustrated. Like, why is it not working out? Versus sometimes when you release and surrender to him and he makes it flow smoothly and you're like, wow, like this is the things that could have been going on. And this has been my past year, y'all. I have learned to ask for what I need and be patient while leaning on him, leaving things at his feet. Like, I'm still under construction with this, and I know this is a word, but once I master it, it's so many doors will open for me and for you for being in the will of God and not in your own will. I want you to take a moment right now. Think about what are you trying to do on your own right now? And really think, is it working for me? Take a moment. All right. Now that you asked yourself that, I want you to say, is it working? Are you frustrated? Do you feel like you're burnt out? Do you feel like it's not working? Or are you the opposite? You're like, it's been working. It's good. I'm in a flow. Like, I can control things, right? But based on your response, I want to help you move forward. So that the shift can happen in that area if you are also struggling in this area. Because oftentimes when we are, things are flowing and you don't have any challenges. You're like, oh, I think I'm in control of these things. But when it shifts, how does your perspective look? 
You know, how is your heart towards the, towards life? Are you filled with peace? Are you filled with joy? Or are you too busy looking about the past or like thinking too forward, like worried about what's coming next? Okay, because I want to share this quote with you. I've been doing a lot of self-development and that's one of my favorite things to do. And that's what made me also want to start this platform to teach and help other moms nurture these relationships within self. And I recently read the book, The Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers. And this quote says, your decision to obey God affects other people. And when you decide to disobey God, that also affects others. You may disobey God and choose to stay in the wilderness, but please keep in mind that if you now have or ever have children, your decision will keep them in the wilderness with you. They may manage to get themselves out when they are grown, but I can assure you they will pay a price for your disobedience. Your life might be in better shape now if someone in your past had obeyed God. And you might be like, what is the wilderness? But let's think about in the Old Testament. The wilderness is where the Israelites stayed for 40 years because they were complaining, frustrated, and didn't believe in what God was doing for them. If you haven't heard of them, it's about enslaved people in Egypt. And God told Moses to help deliver them and set them free. It wasn't an easy process. There were challenges and frustration and having to have patience. But... He made it happen after being consistent while believing in what God told him. He was really leaning on him and God was telling him, keep going. And he was like, Lord, they're not listening. He was like, keep going. And once they were free, they were excited until they faced challenges again. So when it was time for them to walk in faith, they chose to do the complete opposite. They were complaining. They were like, man, we should have went back instead of just being free. We should have just stayed slaves. And they made an 11-day trip to take 40 years killing off generations, guys. Then a generation was created who wanted better, so they made it to the promised land. And I'm telling you this because I don't want you to stay in the wilderness if you feel like nothing's changing in your life. It's just everything. You think everything is just tough. Like, life can be tough. There's challenges, but that's what makes us stronger. And yes, I'm working on my heart posture as well. Instead of being frustrated, find peace into the challenges and lean in and be patient and allow God to do the work so that I can be transformed. Because each situation that we go through makes us a better person. And it's going to make you have a better perspective about life. And you're going to be able to tell how you got over it and how you didn't give up. You kept pressing on. So I'm going to ask you, do you want to stay in the wilderness because you want things to go your way so that it can be smooth sailing and easy all the time? Or are you going to surrender for better? And now, if you're still with me, and you're like, yeah, I'm, I don't want to do things on my own anymore. I have to be grounded in God and spend more time with him and really figure out how he can work in my life. Let's talk about how to surrender and be obedient so that we can get God's best to pass on to our children and our children's children and our children's children's children. Like just leaving an inheritance and not an inheritance doesn't always have to be something that's financial. Think about wisdom. Think about other things you can instill along with the finances as well. The first one is to have the first one is to have quiet time with God daily, even more than once a day. 
meditate on his word like don't just read it's not enough to just read like it's a book you have to underline and figure out what the definitions of words mean so that you can interpret it for yourself pray for yourself and others think about how a shift can happen not just for you but the people around you and the people in the world and just really spend that time pouring out your heart so that when you are finished you can listen to him pour back into you to guide you on your next steps. Worship. Serve. Like you have to find. It's not enough just to have the quiet time and just go about your day and not remember and meditate on the words and the scripture that you've read. You want to make sure that you can pray for people and really worship. Listen to your music. Thank God for who he is and what he has done for you. Always think of gratitude. Gratitude can keep you grounded when things are not going how you want it to be. Also serve. Give back to your community. Do something that's bigger than yourself. And it could be small, like even just going to volunteer for a couple hours or dropping food off for someone who needs food or just helping. Just be help. Show empathy. Show kindness. That's the first one. You have to have quiet time and be able to Use quiet time to go and serve throughout the day. Operate through the spirit, not the mind. The flesh can get you in so much trouble. I know there's so many times I've done things that have not been ideal for myself. It's just I was trying to jump ahead of him. I wasn't trying to walk with him. I'm trying to make it control situations that I don't have any control over. I have learned to sit down. Be patient. And now I'm learning how to pray in the spirit and operate from the spirit. So when I say the spirit, that means the Holy Spirit of where God is dropping wisdom and knowledge through you. That's where the communication comes from. It's like a channel where he's like, okay, here I am. And if you don't have quiet time, you won't really be able to hear his voice. And you have to learn his voice because he said, my sheep know my voice. And you have to continue to listen. So that's why I say operate through the spirit. Ask God how you can be directed because when we operate in the mind we make mistakes we tend to try to do things that are worldly and can set us back versus if we just sat down a little longer and been a little bit more patient it always makes me think about proverbs 3 5 6 trust in the lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight So that means allowing God to be your guide begins with a commitment to trust. God cannot lead you where you will not follow. And it also makes me think about a scripture I was meditating on this week called Psalm 16, 8. It says, I always allow the Lord to lead me for he is my right hand and I will not be shaken. So you have to know that you have to choose to let him lead you and walk with him. So that he can be your right hand. That means he's dependable. He's always there. He's making sure that you're good. Okay. Think about your best friend. Like that's your right hand. They always come up, come and show up for you. God is going to do the same thing. He's going to make sure you are good. He's going to protect you. And you won't be shaken because he's protecting you. Okay. And my last one is have accountability for your actions. So that means hold yourself accountable. So if you are working on something, so I know for me, I'm working on really learning how to be patient, not with my, not just myself, but with those around me and really understand what that means because it says love is patient. So I have to really now figure out, okay, if 
patience is love and love is patience. You have to really figure out how can you show that. And that's why I have to use God to guide me in that way. So these are the biggest things to help you start on your obedience journey. And I want you to let me know how is your journey going with obedience and things that you've been learning and things that you're working on. I would love to know. Make sure you be sure to subscribe to my email list so that you can get exclusive content. And be sure to give me feedback as well. I know this is a little different, but I hope you liked it. I would love for you to share with someone, inspire them if that's in your heart. But until next time, I love you guys and thank you for the support.